This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Weather anomalies of note, California is threatened by flooding from another atmospheric river. It formed a funnel a massive stream of water vapor over the central portion of the state. This week's atmospheric river system was one of the stronger ones that the National Weather Service says can carry as much as 15 times the average flow of water at the mouth of the Mississippi. That's one way to end a drought. Excessive rainfall is a problem for crops in the region, while wind gusts of up to 100 miles per hour are responsible for power outages. The storm was the latest in a string of severe weather events that have occurred this winter to provide relief against drought in the west, but that now pose the risk of flooding for many farmers heading into the spring planting season. California weather should remain a matter of interest as nutrient meteorologist Eric Snodgrass says that we need to be watching the west coast sea surface temperatures closely. The risk of a drought in the Midwest is elevated if these Pacific coastal waters continue to turn colder, although Snodgrass cautions that the effect could be minimal or even entirely offset if an El Nino takes over as the dominant influence of weather patterns this summer. On the other side of the country, Florida is still feeling the effects of Hurricane Ian with an orange crop that could fall to a 90-year low, recently deriving orange juice futures to all-time highs. Florida has been on a drier, warmer trend as of late, so now the entire citrus-growing region is classified as being under moderate drought or worse. The orange groves are scattered amongst the same area of central Florida, where cattle production in the state is also the heaviest and where dry pastures are a problem. This week, the USDA reported Florida's soil moisture conditions at 49% short and 12% very short. While drought worsens in Florida, the Mississippi Delta region is being talked about for having an overabundance of water. Conditions can flip fast, which is the case for water levels in the Mississippi River. The river level at Memphis is measured at around 28 feet, compared to with a reading from last October of almost 11 feet below the zero gauge. The soggy delta and most of the Mid-South were also under freeze warnings this week that caused further delay for field work and early planning efforts. Dr. Elwin Taylor always noted that we should watch the weather in Arkansas in March for what we will get here in the Corn Belt in April and May. Weather for the southern plains has been split between the eastern stretches of Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas receiving more rain and the western portions of those states staying dry. Differences have been particularly stark for Oklahoma, where the southeastern corner of the state just had two of the wettest weeks on record, while in that same time frame it was one of the driest ever for the northwestern panhandle. Snow was forecast for the northern plains again this week, but there still has been little improvement in drought conditions that remain since the fall. The outlook for the extended winter across the northern United States already stirs up concerns about spring planting delays. More moisture could be on the way, but the timing of rains will be important as always. It was just last year that cold, wet weather persisted into April and May to prevent over 2.3 million acres from being planted in North Dakota alone. Weather extremes across most regions of the United States leave the Midwest looking relatively calm by comparison. The states of Missouri, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio are all virtually untouched by any form of abnormal dryness on the drought monitor. One possible risk is an El Nino developing, which generally favors crops, 
But as always, the impact on crops will depend on the timing of what the National Weather Service currently calls a 60% chance that El Nino is in place by fall. Meteorologists at a government cooperative program alongside Purdue University have said that El Nino events are usually weaker during the summer months. The La Nina-El Nino shift has been the potential to be disruptive for crops abroad, like for Malaysia and Indonesia, where palm oil production has been hurt by flooding linked to La Nina ahead of what could be drought to follow El Nino if it enters the mix later this year. Elsewhere, India has already been having a preview of dryness and excessive heat that El Nino may bring more of. Australia is another major growing region where conditions can turn hot and dry when El Ninos develop. There is concern that a colder, wetter weather pattern could cause disruptions for early planting efforts. Farmers' expectations about weather were surely influential in their answers to the USDA survey that just took place over the last two weeks for the March 31st Prospective Plantings Report. Weather is likely to become a bigger fundamental from this point forward. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.